Holding in Perik Nun Gimel, we're learning about the interaction between Hashem and the world, the Shechina that comes into the world, the life force, the Neshama of the world, that gives life and chiyus to the world, and its interaction to the world through the channel of Torah, and how that manifests in each world as per the appropriate revelation of Torah that corresponds to that world. So now in Perak Nun Gimel, the Tanya says that when the base Amikdash, when the first base Amikdash was in existence, there was there, again, a Hashra which we're saying means a nerve center, a life force similar to the mind of a person that from there goes out the life to the world and it's called Hashruas Hashchina because there is a tangible, recognizable, more life force. There's a tangible, recognizable abundance of revelation in one central place as opposed to what we can see or actually what's hidden in the rest of the world, similar to the guf, similar to the body of a person. In the mind, there's a much more tangible, recognizable revelation of neshama. We see that the mind is the center of life for the guf. So there's a, there's and that's not just a fact that we know, it's a fact that we can see and recognize and experience. So too there are places in the world that that serve as a focus, as a center of a of a shechina, which would mean as of a, a revelation of Hashem's presence in the world. And from there would go out the chius and the life force and the revelation of Hashem to the rest of the world in its hidden form, just like the life force is much more hidden in a person's arm, in a person's toe, than it is in his mind, so too, Bahavdal, there's a life force of Shechina that's recognizable in the places of Hashruas HaShechina, and from there it spreads forth to the rest of the world. Meaning, we're answering our question that the Tanya started with in the beginning of Paraknon, that if it's Malikala or it's Kvoidoi, if Hashem is everywhere and Hashem fills all of the world, so then how could you say that He rests in one place more than the other? So the simple answer would have been to answer right away that there's a concept called revelation, that Hashem's presence in all of the world is hidden and there are places where it's more revealed. And that, in essence, is the quick answer that we spoke about in Paraklamad Hay, and, and that is the crux of the lengthy answer that we're giving now. We're just giving more words to it and more of an understanding and, and more of a broader, more detailed explanation of really that same simple concept that there is a something called revealed presence and hidden presence. And even though Hashem's presence is everywhere, but that's in its hidden way. But in its revealed form, it's in specific places more than in others. And we're defining it through this concept of Shechina, and the Shechina would be similar to the nefesh of a person, like the neshama of a person, and it's spreading forth to give life to the rest of the world would be like in the person that his neshama gives his mind is the tool which spreads forth the chiyas of the guf to all the limbs of the guf and all the aspects and characteristics and things that a guf can do. So in the Beis Amikdash, when the first Beis Amikdash was in existence, that was the most powerful 
form of Hashroyas Hashchino, or maybe similar to the Mishkan, but he doesn't discuss the Mishkan here. But the first base Hamikdash and why the Mishkan and the first base Hamikdash will see have the same reason. What was the reason why that is the most powerful form? Because we say that the step one, the mind, the Chachman Rutsayinoi of Hashem that's revealed in the world is always revealed through the Torah. The biggest, most exceptional revelation of the Torah was as it appears in the Luchas. Because we know that the Torah, as we have it, the Torah, so to speak, hides itself in an intellectual form that we can grasp. We can grasp the words of the Torah and it's written on cloth and it's brought into this world to discuss very world, worldly things. But the Luchas were Maisa Elakim and Michtav Elakim. Means the Luchas in themselves were a nace. They didn't conform to the rules of Teva. The Luchas themselves were written by Hashem and they were a form of nace. So therefore, they were the biggest form of Torah in the world. The, the most astounding, non-conforming to Teva revelation of Torah which existed in the world, even though the rest of the world was covered by Teva, aside for the Nisim that were in the Beis HaMikdash, which go, which go hand in hand in that revelation of Torah. But because there was a being in the world, which meaning meaning the Luchas, there was a Metzius in the world, there was something in the world that was both in the world, yet part of a higher world. It was part of a world of Nisim. So therefore, it was the strongest revelation of Hashem's presence through the Torah, like we keep saying that the Torah is the channel through which Hashem's presence is always revealed, and that form of Torah was the highest form of Torah revealed in the world, and therefore that place, the Beis HaMik, the Sharishan, was the strongest, highest form of Hashroah Sashchena.